Hello. I'm Sammy. And I'm Steve. And you're listening to Rose Plate Special in Paradise, the most hot sauce filled crabs on the beach <laughs> podcast recap of Bachelor in Paradise ever. Crabs on the beach and crabs <laughs> on the pants because they've been hanging with Blake too much. It's <laughs> Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> <laughs> I had a really hard time keeping it together when I was playing the intro music because I didn't see what you named yourself until then. And then I was like, oh, Blake Herpes. Gross. Um, (laughs) Gross. I don't know if you watch Southern Charm, but there's a whole lot of SH blowing up over there as well Mm. about one of the characters, uh, one of the characters, one of the castmates giving another one chlamydia. Um, It happens. This is called reality TV. I really don't think that that's like that big of a deal. Like we're all humans and shit happens and that shit's pretty common and that's not like that hard to treat. I don't think. No, but that right but, up. but everybody got like really upset about it. So that made it funnier. Um, so, and, and it was like someone was doing it in this like mad desperation to like not look bad. Anyway, uh, <laughs> come back and I'll just talk solo about how much <laughs> Southern charm is entertaining to me. Uh, but right now we're going to be talking about week two of bachelor in paradise. Yeah, we are. Um, which starts with a rose ceremony. And, um, I think none of it is surprising. No. Annalise, Bibiana and Jane all went home and we knew they would. Mm-hmm. Um, Blake gave a rose to Tasha, but he's into Hannah. Yeah, but, but somebody Hannah swooped in and got her. Took it from Dylan. So it's like, okay. Um, but anyway, so Jordan comes onto the beach uh, after this. I don't have that many notes for, for this week, by the way. So if there's more you want to pepper in, go for it. I was kind of like running around, getting ready and watching this at the same time. But at oh, the same right. time, I don't think there's that much to say about it. Um but Jordan comes in and he's like, I'm going to own this beach. You know, like, this beach is my bitch. And he asks Hannah how on a he date. Does. Yeah. I mean, God bless you, Jordan. Um, he asks Hannah on a date. And she's like, yeah, okay. And then she decides to say no. And then goes back to Dylan and is like, he asked me on a date. But I said no. And he was like, oh, good. I was worried or whatever. Um, and, then, and then he's like, well, I'll take Nicole out because Nicole is like everybody's like second choice. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. Um, not always, but in this eh, case, most of the time, <laughs> uh, she's trying to be nice. So he takes her out on a date that goes ziplining and, you know, there's that whole thing of like, it's my greatest fear, but now I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. I have no idea why, like, are re- statistically, can we just talk about statistics for a minute? Let's sure. just talk about that. Let's do it. Let's talk about the odds. How likely is it that that many people in the world are afraid of heights? Is it that common of a fear? I don't know. What well, it's weird too because I I feel, I like, feel like everyone's like it's my biggest fear, and I'm like really not abandonment because that's mine. Yeah, and um, for me, like I don't like heights oh. because I get vertigo, but it's not like I'm like oh terrified of heights. But also, guess what? It's the second most common fear. So maybe I'm an asshole. I have I and I have some weird caveats with mine too. Yeah. So like, I can I can do roller coasters just fine because I'm strapped in and secure and feel safe. But like Ferris wheels fuck me up because yeah. they just got those floppy doors. You're way up in the air. There's no seatbelt. Just like at any moment, 
some carny could flip a, a switch out accident and I I just am sent to my death. So fuck Ferris wheels, but I don't know. I don't get the heights thing. I don't I don't get it either. It doesn't make sense to me. Um, but guess what? Okay, so according to the Washington Post and also this website, doitbest.com, the world's largest hardware store yeah. that I'm getting this from. Sure. Uh, for some reason, they have the 10. It doesn't make any sense. Um, but hey, SEO, it worked. Um, public speaking is the first fear. And I had always heard that people are more afraid of that than dying. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was something that like I learned in my speech class. And I was like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because as a person who has never, ever once been afraid of public speaking, it just makes no sense to me. Um, cause I'm very arrogant. Uh, but I get it. I, I kind of get, sure, really sure. get it. Um, heights is second. Um, acrophobia, uh, bugs and insects is third. Hmm. Um, drowning is fourth, which I'm very afraid of as well, but not afraid of enough not to swim, you know, but like it does scare me, but I'll still swim. Um, blood and needles. Okay. Uh, claustrophobia, mm-hmm. uh, flying, mm-hmm. strangers. And then nine is zombies. Well, that's so weird. that's dumb. How, and why? I don't. It's the ninth biggest fear people have is kinetomortophobia, the fear of zombies. That seems like or total kin- bullshit to me. Wait, kinemortophobia. Um, yeah, that's dumb. It can make you believe that zombies are real. Okay. Uh, and then darkness, which is just like, that makes RU5. more sense. Yeah. But, um, all but anyway, so <laughs> great. Uh, so they go on a zip lining date, uh, Okay, I love – there are two things that I love on this show right now. Okay. I love Jordan's weird metaphors that just go off in a totally different direction. Mm-hmm. They're like Chad's but better. Um, and I love how sad Dylan is. Those are two things I love. Sure. Um, but anyway, so – and this isn't the part yet. I got to – I feel like I got to wait for like the best metaphor that he said, and this wasn't it. This, that came later, I think. Um, I was so okay. So Mike comes in, right? So like things are going along, and then we know we're going to get more guys, and mm-hmm. and Mike comes in and just like and Cam takes it personally. Of course he does. Um, yeah, well, because Mike called him out because Mike's smart and Cam's not, and Mike's wonderful and Cam's terrible. Uh, so they couldn't be more different. Um, Demi is kind of struggling in paradise. Um, she's starting to kind of tell the girls, like, I don't know. I mean, like, Derek's cool, but you know, <laughs> I really like this girl back home, and they're all like, Oh, that's sweet, you know. Yeah. Um, and at this point, I was like making dinner, so I might have missed some stuff. I bought a cauliflower crust, and it was very good. Oh, good um, choice. yeah, I was, I was very pleased. Um, but then I heard them say something about like Blake wants to fuck everyone, and I was like, Yeah, that okay, it's clicking along as normal. Um, but anyway, this is kind of when we get, we, we kind of get the history on him and Hannah. So Hannah and Blake met up and Blake flew out to see her before paradise. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but Hannah is like a professional victim. Yeah. She's like Taylor Swifting it all over the place. And she's really, (laughs) I'm over it. Uh, but Dean is here. 
and he's turning into his dad. Oh, he totally is. He 100% is. He is 100% turning into his dad. He lives in a van. He's got a dirtbag mustache. He's got a mullet. He looks horrible. I was like, what the fuck? He's like, yeah. It's not the way to find yourself. He's like, I'm doing great. I live in a van. And I'm just like, okay. And your hair is growing out and your facial hair is growing out. And in five years, you're going to look just like your dad. And you're going to sell all your furniture. And you're going to have cushions and mung beans. And it's happening. Mm -hmm. If you don't turn the shit around, Dean, that's your life. But I don't really give a shit what your life looks like one way or another. Um, it's very fun to watch you fail and I'm enjoying it. <laughs> um, but I don't think Kalen's being slut shamed. No, uh, no, I don't, I don't, that part I don't understand. Is anybody mad at her for what she's done? I don't think anybody's mad, but she was saying, I think because Hannah was telling the story cause they were like, they were cutting back, right. They, they were talking about Dean and they were kind of cutting back and, and forth between like the Hannah stuff and whatever. Mm. And then Kaylin's like, I'm so sick of like, you know, being talked about all over this beach or whatever, you know, I'm being slut shamed. And I'm like, I don't really think you're being slut shamed, but I think she's, I think she's being like feeling extra sensitive because I don't think she wants to be, um, portrayed that way. Um, and she knows that it can happen. So I think she's just kind of like preemptively protecting herself. I just, I like, didn't think I'd get this protective about Kaylin, but I'm like, don't hurt her, (laughs) you know? Um, yeah, so she comes in, or, you know, she's she's talking about all this. She's in a really bad mood, and Dean comes in, and he's like, hi, you know, like, I live in a van. Do you want to go on a date? And she's like, sure, anything is better than this, literally anything. Um, and he's like, great. And I was, like, typing uh, that Dean was trying to turn Kalen's frown upside down, and then he said mm. it. And I was like, okay, well, you're predictable. Yeah, Dean, that's great. So. Uh, Mike is hurt by it. Um, he wanted to hang out with Kalen. Was that who he wanted to hang out with? I just wrote that his feelings were butt hurt. <laughs> I guess. I guess he yeah, was hurt. I don't know. Um, wait, did they go on a date? Yeah, they went on a date. Didn't he? Yes, they didn't did. They? Mike and Kalen went on a date. See, I can't keep up with Paradise because there's like there's Way all too many these people. dates and they and all the dates look the same because it's all just like dinner with a lot of lights or a mechanical bowl or. Oh, yeah, they had mariachis, didn't yeah. they? That was kind of cute. Um, so Mike feels hurt, and then Cam is sad. Uh, and, you know, he's just, like, so pathetic. I, I don't even know what else to say about it, but he's just, like, sad walking around a beach. Um, but Kaylin and Dean have a date. Their date is just kind of like another dinner, like I said. And while she's telling the story again, it just sounds more reliable than Blake's. Like she hasn't changed the story. It makes mm-hmm. sense. Um, the other women who are coming on the show corroborate what she's saying by the things that they're saying. So it's just like she's just getting, you know, more and more reliable as as this oh, goes on. Yeah. And, um, Dean's like, you know, and Kayla's just kind of like, this sucks. This is so messy or whatever. And Dean's like, well, I was a mess. So, you know, (laughs) and, uh, and I, but, and I, and I, I think he said, I think I was, I think I'm ashamed about it. And I'm like, you you think think, uh, you should be. Yeah. And she's like, I'm intrigued by your lifestyle. And he's like, it's just like, you just have to own a van and not be able to afford LA. 
and then you can live like me. It's like, oh, great. Um, but they're clicking. Um, I heard some rumors. I, I try not to find spoilers, but I heard some rumors that they're still together. I don't know mm. if that's true. But uh, I heard some oh buzzing. <laughs> I don't know. So we'll see. We'll see if that's true or not. Um, it, it might not be true. Uh, Clay, I and I think Clay's boring, but he also does kind of creep me out a little bit. And and Jordan and Jordan's just like he's got no swag. <laughs> um, okay, I did. I think they were pushing this a little bit too hard. Um, the Demi and Jordan thing, where they're like on the beach and they're like Statler and Waldorf, just like mocking everyone, you know, like like look at him, he's old, and look at her, she's pathetic, and you know whatever. And like, and like Clay, he's got no game, you know, and they both have terrible laughs. I don't. Yeah. It's... <laughs> and they're just like, we're hilarious. And I'm like, the crazy thing is both of them, I think can be very funny. Yeah, well, they're, they're not, not crying and not being so hard. That way. It's just like, let them be themselves. Yeah. Like Jordan, especially you don't need to buff up and, and no. prop up Jordan. Like he can do this on his own. It'll be okay. I don't remember at what point he said this metaphor. So I'm just going to put it in there right now because it was at some point when he was hearing when it was like the Blake, Blake and Hannah stuff, I think, you know, and he was just like, all right, so now we're starting to peel back layers of this onion. But then there's like, then there's like more, there's just more, there's, there's like some celery out here and there's some cabbage and there's some, and I'm like, um, what? <laughs> and then he's like, and now you got to trim some, you got to trim some of this back, Blake. You trim gotta trim the cabbage. It back. I'm not the only one. I'm not the only one working on this farm, Blake. You got to put in your time. And I'm like, what happened? You got to put Where all you your go? thumbs and all the puddings, Blake. Yeah. What was that? Okay. Now I'm trying to remember, uh, Chad said something about like, like blueberries or something. Uh, I'm trying to find it. What did he say? He had such, oh yeah. Life ain't all blueberries and paper airplanes. You know what I mean? No, I, I do not. I've No one has ever said that ever <laughs> in the like, history of what? language. It's insane. Yeah. Chad and Jordan are both like really good TV because they say the weirdest oh, shit, you know? Yeah. yeah like <laughs> the fucking weirdo. <laughs> I'm on, I'm on Chad's like best quotes. Um, <laughs> sorry. I'm just going to share this one. These guys are acting like really old, worn out looking high school <laughs> kids. <laughs> That's a really good quote. Okay, anyway. Um, but Jordan's like similar, you know, where it's just like, he'll just be like, you're like, he's going down a track and you're like, oh yeah, I see where this is going. And then you're like, how did it get over there? There's not even a track there. And he's just like, and then he's like, choo-choo, woo-woo, motherfuckers. And you're like, I don't, don't understand how that happened, sir. Oh God, it's... Anyway. Imagine dating um, him. So How exhausting is that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he would just have to tell him that he's like yeah. attractive and interesting all the How time. How could you live your life no lying things. that much? Um, yeah. Uh, Christian comes in and he was like another night one guy with like a mustache or whatever. And uh, he, oh, and he confronted Jordan. He's like, I'm a model. You're not a model. Look at my high waters. And I don't know, whatever. Um, 
So Clay, let's see. Oh, Clay is worried. So so Christian's coming in, but then we get to go back to Clay, and he's worried because Nicole is hanging out with Christian. Um, and yeah, he's going to lose her 100% for mm-hmm. sure. Like, absolutely. Um, and, and Nicole is like, I want to see a serious side to this Latin pickup artist. And at this point, she's been on all the dates. Um, and, you know, but Clay is like, my feelings are developing more and like, I want to get a rose from Nicole, but I don't think it's going to happen, you know, unless, you know, he blows up at someone yeah. or something, but whatever happened. Um, yeah. Um, I couldn't write too many notes about all of this, uh, because Clay, because my dog was being clingy, like Clay was being clingy. That so happened. that was what was happening. Um, and he just was like, pet me, love me. And I'm like, I have to type. And he's like, that's not important. You're dumb. And I was like, okay, I'll pet you. Um, but anyway, there's like then all this like toxic masculinity stuff is happening, right? Like they get off their date. She had a really good date, but then they like get back to the beach and Clay's trying to talk to her and Christian's like, no, you know, and he's like, um, I can do what I want and she can do what she wants, you know. And then he's like, I want to hear it from her or whatever. And she's like, yeah, he can do what he wants. And he's like, okay, I just want to hear that. I just want to hear that. And I was like, what the fuck? What are you even doing? So, uh- um, Yeah. So anyway, there wasn't like a fight then, right? But it's just you could see things were starting to get tense. Um, the rose ceremony is coming. Demi doesn't know what she's going to do about Derek, um, but she ends up telling him kind of what's happening. Like, you know, all right, you're talking about this stuff, but I've been kind of like tight-lipped about it, and here's why: because I'm seeing this person back home and it's a woman and I want you to be comfortable with who I am. But, you know, I, you know, and to me it kind of sounded like she was downplaying the relationship with this woman as well versus like what she's telling us on the show. Um, But to his credit, he wasn't like threatened by it and, (laughs) but he should be Uh, (laughs) because Demi's going to leave you. Anyeka's at this point is just uh, not relevant, but she's got a rose, so she's going to stick around a little bit longer, but she's just platonic with all the boys. Um, Kaylin and Dean are hanging out after their date. Things are going well, but, and I love that Kaylin's just like, where do you shower? It is pretty good. (laughs) And he's like, you know, just like, just like friends houses or like gas stations or, you know, rivers. And she's like, really? And I just like I I could watch an hour of Kalen just asking him questions mm. about living in a van. <laughs> that would God. make for good TV, I think, because she's so she's so genuinely curious, and she's like surprised. Yeah, when he I answers. think she's so easily amused though, because she's the same um, woman who thought that uh, Cam was interesting. So, right. Well, I think that was fake, don't you think? I think that that was just her uh, yeah. Way of I I would hope so. I mean, for her sake, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh my God, I didn't even mention. I think I just, I wrote Cam was sad, but I forgot to mention why. And I was like, that's my shorthand for I'll totally remember it later after all of the episodes that we're <laughs> recording at once right now. Um, he, that fucking terrible note oh, he I wrote actually her, had to get up. I had to get up fate. and like leave the room. I could not deal with that. It was so bad. Yeah, it was so bad. It was so cringy and terrible. Um, anyway, so that like totally that helped push her out the door. Um, Mike starts hanging out with Sydney and I think that's a cute match and maybe they they'll hit it off. I don't know. Um, 
She's a dancer. She seems cool, interesting. Like she seems pretty normal. He's very normal. Yeah, she I think was the two intriguing. Of them would be cool. But like not she, in an she was intriguing when way. she was on The Bachelor, yeah. and I just didn't. I I don't think she she stuck out enough yeah. to really uh, make it through. But yeah, she seems cool enough. She didn't get enough. Also, airtime. I hope she fails because yeah, like, Mike should like be the her. next Bachelor. Yeah, yeah. I mean, God, this could be his audition like Nick was on Paradise. Like, this could be his Bachelor audition. Yeah, I I think that would be awesome. Um, But there's some guys who aren't on it, at least not yet. I don't know if they're coming later, you know, so it makes me a little nervous. Anyway, um, so Chris is connecting with Katie, I guess. Um, I'm not really sure. That doesn't feel natural to me. I think they're just like hanging out because mm-hmm. they don't have anybody else to hang out with, but maybe they'll connect. I don't know. It just doesn't seem like a yeah, I don't match that, that makes either. sense. Um, but John Paul Jones has a poem. Um, wait, who did he read the oh, poem his, to? His fucking no, uh, Shakespearean sonnet. <laughs> oh, yeah, God. Uh, give me to? a second. I can figure it out. Uh, who was it? Oh, shit. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Oh, Tasia, wasn't it? Tasia. Oh my God. That's so funny. That's why I couldn't even think of it because it makes no sense. No, but he's, but my mom texted me and she's like, I can't believe he can recite Shakespeare. And I was like, uh, I'm not surprised. Have you seen extreme like Keanu Reeves energy coming off of him with that too? He's like a theater kid, dude. Like, yeah, for sure. He would have been like Keanu Reeves (laughs) and much ado about nothing. hundred percent. Uh, ineffective. Um, but that was very sweet and he's very sweet and that's kind of where we leave it. Right. There wasn't really anything else. I feel like we ran through this episode, but I also don't feel like a lot. No, happened it really did Honestly. Two. Right. Yeah. It's just like, we know that there's going to be a fight. Coming. They keep teasing it. Um, we know. Yeah. We know that Derek is going to turn into a shithead at some point and Hannah's going to keep stepping in it. Um, I mean that's the kind of stuff yeah. that we know is coming. This seems like a again. So it's know. just the, we'll the, see. the Blake is a fuck boy is just on autopilot at this point, and yeah, the only thing that we have on the horizon is the fight because they seem to like they they teased us with a lot of crying and stuff, but it seems like all of that has either been telegraphed about who's crying and why they're crying, or it's already been taken care of. So I don't know how the rest of this is going to shake out. Yeah. Oh, my God. And I totally forgot the Katie thing. That is one thing I want to mention. See, this is such a disjointed set of notes because I had to watch this show in any spare moment I had to make sure I was prepared for all the recaps we were doing. Um, And I totally forgot the Katie thing. I have to mention this because I thought it was really sweet, but also like really hard to watch. When Wills was saying all those nice things to her, you know, and she was just like, I'm so sorry. (laughs) It's so nice, but I just can't. (laughs) And then she starts hanging out with Chris, you know, and she's like, I just had to tell a boy I didn't like him. And I'm like, you didn't really do that, but we'll pretend you did, Katie. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Anyway, and it was, she was like inaudible for most of it, but I just had to mention that moment because it was pretty funny. And I felt really bad for Wills, and this is not the environment for him, and she, he should get the fuck out. And he probably won't get a rose. Um, but if he does get a rose, he should probably still <laughs> yeah, leave. Yeah, probably, probably in his best. Interest. This is just, 
I think he's great. Like, I seriously think he's great. He's awesome. He's like a graphic designer, right? So he's got like a cool, interesting job. Like, he's like a, and he's like, you can tell he's very nerdy and interesting and, uh, and, but very shy. And he sh- does not belong on these shows. And I think it's him being like, well, I'm going to push myself outside. This isn't my the place zone. to do it, buddy. Like, yeah, Sorry. But go back to it. Yeah, go back to your comfort zone. Take up skydiving. Stop doing this. Stop doing this. Um, all right. So, yeah, until next time when probably all the meaty stuff we is going to happen. Uh, yeah, I'm really ready for a fight. So we'll see you guys around and, and tune in for the next Bye. episode. Bye. Yeah. Sad Boy Mondays with Wills. Who's going to find his heart and give him a smooch? I feel bad for Will. Katie doesn't love to win. Nobody knows.